Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. It's all by the grace of God, right? All by the grace of God. So, God is good. Let's see, I got one more here. This one is another one we can, but I'm going to leave that in there. And let's see, put that there. All right, well, I just want to welcome everyone here on a wonderful Tuesday. Hallelujah. It's always a wondrous thing to be able to come together with our brothers and sisters. You know, God, you know, Jesus says, you know, when two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. Well, that's just, that's not just a promise and not something we can hope for. It is, it is something that happens every time. Do you believe it? Do you expect it? Right? Uh, when you walk in this place, you need to be expecting that you're going to meet Jesus here because he said so, you know. So uh, it's one of those things that we can hear it, but do we really believe it? Do we really expect it? I come into this place and I always expect to come face to face with Jesus, you know. Sometimes it's just him and me here, or sometimes I see him and receive for him through you guys. You're Jesus to me, and, uh, and hopefully I'm Jesus to you guys also, you know. Jesus using us. I'm not Jesus, but Jesus using me. <laughs> so um, it's just one of those things is that we can read something and go, I agree with that, but do we really by faith expect that this is the situation? This is something that we can, we can expect and enjoy, you know, because it's wonderful. It's wondrous to be in his presence, you know, and uh, praise God. He lives in all of us, but when we come together, it's like it's just multiplied over and over, you know, and uh, it's glorious to be, you know, be a part of this. So I want you guys coming expecting that you're just going to run right smack into Jesus and he's going to give you a big hug and a kiss <laughs> every time you walk in this place. So uh, I expect it. And when I come in, I always feel his presence, you know. Uh, a lot of times I come in and I feel tired and I walk in and all of a sudden it's just like, his supernatural comes all over my natural, and I'm like, I am glad to be here. <laughs> but um, anyway, we're going to be talking about prayer today. So I'm um, going to pray, and then we'll get started. And don't worry, I'm not going to go through all these pages. I'm basically trying to put a tool in your hand that you can use. Um, I'm going to go over a little bit of it and how it works, and then um, I'll let you guys uh, take it home. And as the Spirit leads, you guys can uh, use it or not but I just wanted to put it in your hands. So, Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus, and we thank you, Lord, for that great teacher you've given us, which is your Holy Spirit, that you have placed within us for all of us to, to learn and to understand. I thank you, Lord, that these things are spirit and they are truth. And, Lord, as we receive them, oh, Lord, I thank you that we're set free, that, we're, that we could be healed and whole and, and just in every way, oh, Lord, lifted up. And we just thank you. Holy Spirit, I pray you have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow. So, guys, we're going to be talking about prayer. And um, this is going to be a small portion of this. I'm going to have other maybe sections or tools also in line with this and probably other teaching with, uh, on prayer. But um, put these little guys on. 
I can read, but it's more comfortable to read with the with the glasses and stuff. So, um, so the model prayer, so part one. So this is all out of Matthew six, nine through fifteen. So uh, this is the part. It says, "Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name." Okay. So we're going to read uh, Matthew six, um, nine through fifteen. The disciples asked, well, how should we pray? Well, this is what Jesus said. In this manner, therefore, pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive mend their trespasses neither will your father forgive your trespasses we're only going to be de dealing with the part that is underlined our father in heaven hallowed be your name so uh paul young cho the pastor of the largest church uh ever in korea look that number is true i looked it up Eight hundred thousand attending that is absolutely amazing you know um he uses Matthew 6, 9 through 15 as what he called his prayer running track, okay? It's not something that he just repeats that prayer over and over and over. Um, it's just that he uses it um, as a, an outline, you know? So like our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. It says right there, he's going to praise his Father. He's going to honor his Father. He's going to thank his Father, you know? And spend time doing that. And then he's going to move on to the next part about your kingdom come. I want your kingdom to come in my life, my family's life, my church's life, my, you know, and, and on and on. And basically he, he goes through the whole thing and then he starts over again. And he does this all day long. He never stops. He stays on that track. And he said basically that's the secret of his success, you know. Uh, hearing from God, being led from God. Can you imagine having to run a church that's 800,000? I imagine you've got to have some supernatural wisdom and understanding. Oh, my gosh. And, you know, uh, he's just done a very successful job. It's just, it blows me away, 800,000 attending. Um, our pastors, by the way, Pastor Dave actually went there one time and got to, to minister. So you should ask him about that. He'll love to tell you. <laughs> so uh, talking about the prayer mountains and things like that, so. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, praise God. So, uh, uh, Paul Young Yi Cho, you went to one of his meetings? Wow. I didn't even know he came this way. That's awesome. Um, he actually passed a year or two ago, uh, if he didn't know or not. But, yeah, he's, he's an amazing man of God. So, this is one, one way to pray, not the only way to pray. Always be led by the Holy Spirit in every time of prayer. But these following principles can be used in all types of prayer. So I've spent many hours running this prayer track and had some pretty glorious times with the Father. And you can too. Literally, and I mean literally, at the time, end of the, of the prayers, I'd be standing on the chair in my room shouting and praising God. <laughs> There'd be other times where I'm just boohooing. Because, you know, sometimes that's what you got to do when his presence comes and is so just so touching, you know, so real, you know, that that's all you can do is just cry and just weep. 
and in everything in between, you know. So I want you guys to have that and experience that, you know, and I'm just going to share one way to uh, experience that. But these following things, though, can be used in every prayer. These are things that you should consider um, when you're praying, okay? And I call these principles of prayer. So first of all, you must know that you're praying in spirit and in truth. Verse 2. Let's see if I can get the called uh, Yes, prayer, uh, prayer running track. And that's what he saw. That's how he saw it. He saw that he was just running on this prayer track and he was just using um, the Lord's Prayer as an outline. And then he just, just kept going. When he finished, he just started right over and kept going again. So, um, so basically, he, he prayed all the time. <laughs> So um, let's see, and then we get, we get these. Okay, so you must know that you are praying in spirit and in truth and with faith and confidence that God has heard and answered and answered your prayer. Okay, um, another principle of prayer is to make a confession, which is your next one, confession, or what we say here, a declaration, confession, declaration, same thing, of what you believe in your heart. You must believe it in your heart. One, way, one good way is in giving thanks to God for what he has given us through Jesus, which this causes our faith in his word to work powerfully in our lives. So let's look at um, John 4 and 24. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. Jesus said it. So are we worshiping him in spirit and truth? So the next scripture is First uh, John 5, 14 through 15. Now this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. <coughs> Not going to, but half. Okay? So Mark eleven twenty-two through 24 says, so Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Now one important principle too though is what we need to know is james 4 and 3 it says you ask and do not receive you mean you can ask and not receive yes because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures instead of praying in the will of god you actually playing to, to satisfy your own um, selfish pleasures and so god's not going to answer that kind of prayer and then romans 
uh, 10, non-intensive, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So the question is, how do you pray in spirit and truth and with faith and confidence? You pray the word of God. I'll say again, you pray the word of God. I'll say it again, you pray the word of God. That God's word is spirit and it is truth, right? And you can confidently know that you're praying the will of God because you're, you're actually praying the word of God, right? And you can do this in confidence, right? So God's word is spirit and truth and it is the express will of the Father. So you can pray in faith and confidence. By the way, prayer is not just asking, but it, it is a two-way conversation between you and God, the Father. When you go to the Father, is it just a, you know, uh, just saying a prayer like the, you know, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, you know, and you just say this prayer and you think you're done, but you don't allow God to speak? You should always take time and pause and see if he speaks. He shares. He may show you something, tell you something, remind you of something, you know. This is a two-way conversation. Prayer is a two-way conversation. The only reason it's called prayer is because it's between you and God, not you and, uh, you know, just a person. Conversation, prayer is conversation with God, okay? So in the, the imagination, which is your next fill-in, of your heart, see as your present possession the things you are thanking him and praising him for. So uh, I don't know about you guys, you know, uh, a lot of people, you know, learn about faith through Mark 11, 22 and 24. But for some reason, it never clicked <laughs> for me. But what did click was Romans 10, 9 and 10. This is a demonstration of faith. Just before this, it says, now this is the word of faith that we've been preaching to you. All right. It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Okay, for with the heart one believes, that has to happen first, unto righteousness. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. But you can take any promise and say, say all about God like Jesus our healer. And you can put that in here. It says that if you confess with your mouth that Lord um, Jesus is my healer, and I believe it in my heart. Why? Because by, it says, by his stripes, I was healed. Therefore, I believe it in my heart, and now I'm going to th I thank you, Jesus, that I was healed by your stripes. You took stripes upon your back. And one step further about our imagination, one thing that'll bring it powerfully to you is you need to see that Jesus actually took stripes upon your back. Do you see that he had to stand at that pole strapped to that pole, and he paid an awful price. Do you see that? It, he didn't pay just a little price for our healing. He paid a great price. And he did it because he loved us. He stood there. He, at any time, he could have called the angels of God and stopped it. Okay, I've had enough. This is too much. It's not worth it. But you know what? He stood there because he loved it, loved us so much. And he said, you, that we were worth it. Do you see that? Can you look in his eyes and, he could, and if he could speak, he would say, you're worth it. You're worth it. 
I wanted you to be free, you know? So from our hearts, we could say, Jesus, thank you that you love me so much that you would be willing to take those stripes upon your back so that I could be healed. And I thank you that you are my healer. I thank you, O Lord, because of that, I am healed, presently healed. You pay the price, and I thank you for it. I receive it. I choose to walk in it. I choose to believe it with all my heart, and I thank you for it. I don't know if you guys can feel it, but woo. <laughs> it becomes so real, you know. And it's the imagination of your heart is the thoughts of your heart, you know. It says believe from your heart, so engage your imagination. Every time I do that, it's so much more powerful. There's so much more. Uh, this sees like this power just starts exploding when I, when I engage the imagination of my heart in that, you know. As far as salvation, you know, everyone who wants to be saved, they've got to know and see that Jesus died for them on that cross because of their sin, you know. We all have to come to the point where, you know what, Jesus died on that cross and, and, and went through everything he went through because of my sin. It truly was not the nails that held him on that cross. It was his love for you and me that held him on that cross. And so we all have to come to that point and say, thank you, Jesus, that you die for my sins on that cross. You know, without you, I wouldn't have a chance. I know where I'm, I, would, I would have gone if you didn't do this. So I thank you, Jesus, that you did this because you love me. Can you see it? Can you see him all, that he did this, that he was crucified? And he did this because he loved you. He loved me, you know? Thank you, Lord. Engage your imagination. See it. Understand it. It's so much more than just words. It's real, you know. And uh, let's say all you need provision, you know. Well, he is our provider, you know. He's given us all things, you know, that we need according to his riches and glory. So, God, I thank you that you pay the price. Oh, Oh, Galatians 3.13 is amazing. He became a curse for us so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. So you can put that right there in Romans 10, 9 and 10, okay? And say, Lord Jesus, I thank you, O Lord, that you are my provider because you took the curse. When you died on that cross, you took the curse with it. You nailed it to the cross and you covered it with your blood. Hallelujah. I am no longer cursed, but I am blessed now with the blessing of Abraham. And so you need to, you need to start thinking about, well, how blessed was Abraham? <laughs> oh my gosh, he was blessed. So it's just like we read those words, but we don't think about, we don't imagine like, wow. So if Abraham was blessed with plenteous, well, he had kings coming to him and saying, okay, uh, the land is not able to support my kingdom and you. <laughs> That's pretty rich, right? He had 300 servants. Oh my gosh, let's imagine how much stuff he had, how blessed he really was. Well, guess what? That blessing's now ours. 
But we can say, Jesus, you are my provider. And I thank you, Lord, that you took the curse. You nailed it to the cross because you love me. And so now I thank you that I get to enjoy this blessing of Abraham. So, Lord, I thank you, Lord, that this blessing is moving. You are working in my behalf, hallelujah, to bring me to the point where I am walking as Abraham walked on this earth. I'm blessed. Blessed to be a blessing. So engage your imagination. Use the Word of God when you pray. Okay? Like I said, this is Romans 10, 9 and 10. It actually showed me or I could understand faith here. Um, I've since understood, but this is where I first understood what faith and how faith, what faith is and how it worked. And so we have to pray in faith. Anytime we come to God, we have to come to Him with faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please Him. So how do you think you're going to get anything from Him if you're not, you know, you're not being pleasing to Him when you come to Him? Especially if you're taking it in, in some kind of form. Like you're treating Him you know, uh, like a um, mechanical bank teller or something. You know? <laughs> not even personal whatsoever. He wants you to come and, and see Him and know Him. You know, and spend time with him, you know, let him love on you, you know. But anyway, so these are principles that you should be using in, in all types of prayer, okay? So what I did on the rest of the handout, let me see, I think I covered everything there. So that part is that was um, quick enough, but um, let's see. The next thing is basically I'm putting a tool in your hand, okay? This is something for you to take home, and these are scriptures that I came up with and declarations or confessions, okay, uh, that I came up with and uh, I use. And it, like I said, it, the, the Word of God becomes living and powerful, right? It almost like it explodes from my heart and just goes out. It's amazing. When you really do this and you take these principles and you apply this, okay? So, let's see. Let me see where I'm at here. Okay. So, um, using the Lord's Prayer as a running track to pray, okay? This is a tool. I wanted to make sure you understand. This is just a tool. Not the only way to pray, but I know this will work powerfully in your life if you will use it. So the second time I heard God speak so clearly in my life was when I, when I asked him how I should pray. Okay? So I was at a church called um, Living Waters, and we had a lady coming teaching about prayer. And she said to me and said to all of us, this is a two-way conversation. God speaks. And guess what? He said you can hear. So we taught, he, she taught, and she goes, now we're going to practice this. He goes, I, gotta, I want you guys to all separate and go wherever you want to pray, but you're going to ask God one question, and you're just going to ask him, how am, I, how am I to pray? And then you listen, okay, and you expect an answer. Well, I clearly heard him say Psalm 100, okay, and I didn't know what Psalm 100 you know, said, but when I went to it and started reading it, I'm like, I've heard this before, 
you know. But it's where we get, you know, the song, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart, and I will enter his courts with praise, right? So, um, so he said in the fill-in Psalms 100, it is where we get the song, I, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart and my end discourse with praise. So let's start on our running track, a prayer, with the first part. This is only the first part. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Okay? So I'm just going to go over, I've got a lot of scriptures after these decorations, but I'm only going to share the, the, the first couple of scriptures. Because if you want to use these, then you need to go look in, the, in his word, right? See these things, these words. But then you need to spend time with, the, with those scriptures, not just read them, but you need to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, you need to make love to these scriptures. You need, to, you need to look at them. You need to caress them. You need to look at every word and every, every flow of scripture, how it's said. And I mean, you really need to get to know these scriptures. As a husband would know his wife, so... You need to be intimate with these scriptures. When a husband is intimate with the wife, what, what happens? They have a baby. When you get to know these scriptures, whether it's healing, guess what? You're, that baby that you have with that, that scripture, that word is, well, it's healing. <laughs> it is the seed that enters your heart that then causes you to give birth to the promise. But guess what? You have to get intimate with that word. You can't just say, oh, I know that. Well, I know Vicky, but I don't know her as my wife. <laughs> it's a whole other level there, right? You know, or I could say, you know, I know someone, but I know about them, and they, they sit over there, but I know nothing else about them. I could get to know them as, as you know, as a friend, but th- I'm talking about an intimate understanding of these scriptures, you know? Asking God, praying over him, say, God, what, Holy Spirit, help me to see, help me to understand every bit of this. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know every curve. I want to know every little, fr- I want to know every little part of this. So when I read this, I, it is personal to me. So that I, this could be personal to me. This, this word can be in my heart, you know. And that's how we need to know these scriptures. When we know them that way and we confess them with our mouth, when we declare them with our mouth, then we engage our faith. Believe in our heart. We confess with our mouth. Believe in our heart. Confess with our mouth. So, first part... I like it. So um, let us begin with thanksgiving for Jesus. Okay. I come before you, Father. Jesus always called God Father. And you know what? That's what we should do too. In Jesus' name, I thank you that I am accepted in Jesus. I come before you with all boldness and confidence because of the sacrifice of Jesus. You need to see yourself that you're standing before God that you're walking and you're coming before God. You're not just saying these words into the air. You are saying these words to God. When you thank God for Jesus, you can look right over because he's sitting at the right hand of the Father. 
and you can look at him as you're saying, it's because of you, Jesus, that you made this way for me, that I can come boldly with all confidence and know that I'll be received you know, before God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth and all there is. Can you see yourself doing that? And it's all because of Jesus. It becomes living and powerful when you do that. It starts moving and working and flowing in you and out of you, and God starts working, the Holy Spirit starts working to, to go and even create from nothing, if need be, to fulfill what you're, what you're saying, what you're believing from your heart and confessing with your mouth. So um, on the previous page, I think I printed, yeah. So basically I based that declaration on two scriptures and it says um, Ephesians 1 5 through 6 having predestined us to to adoption as sons by Christ Jesus to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us acceptable in the beloved that's why I can in faith declare confess that I'm accepted by God because of Jesus. Hebrews 4 and 18 says, Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We can come boldly because of what Jesus did. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. But thank you, Jesus, for doing what you did. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so those are the only two scriptures I'm going to read. I'm going to read maybe... Um, a couple of lines from each section and then you guys can take the time to read the scriptures if you'd like and 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 and, and take these confessions also okay so uh, the next one says Lord Jesus I thank you for dying on the cross for me you paid for my sins you made it possible for me to come before the Father you carried the punishment for my sins so I would not have to carry it oh my gosh if I had to carry it and had to had to stand before God, oh my gosh, thank you, Jesus. You rose from the dead so I could have new life. You shed your blood for me and removed all my sins, and I worship you, and I call you my Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for bringing me into the family of God. Hallelujah. But you purchased me and redeemed me to God. You are my older brother, and God is my father, and I worship you this day. For you made me to be an heir of the kingdom of God. All these scriptures, you know, are intimate to me. I know them. I cherish them. They're beautiful. They're glorious. And because of that, I can, from my heart, confess this. And I know that I know that I know these are true. And they're mine. And they're yours. So now let us thank him for the Holy Spirit. Okay, Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you that you gave me new birth by your Spirit. I thank you, Jesus, for going to the Father and sending me the Holy Spirit to live with me and in me. Have you guys ever thought, oh my gosh, I think all the time that God Almighty who created everything actually is living in me. <laughs> when you talk to, to the Holy Spirit, do you talk to him like this, you know? Why would he bow our head, as Andrew said? Well, because that, that's where the Holy Spirit is. He's right there. Yeah. He literally is right there. 
Can you see that Jesus loved us so much that he sent his spirit from the Father to be with us? Thank you. Yes. Quote him with us? Okay. We can, we can, uh, we can try. We'll see how coordinated we are. <laughs> so um, let's start with Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you. It said, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as the once sent from God by the Lord Jesus. I worship you, Holy Spirit. I thank you. I thank you for giving me comfort and counsel. I thank you for testifying to my heart about the Lord Jesus. I trust you to direct my paths this day. Teach me to pray according to the Father's will today. Thank you for empowering me to be a witness today. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So now we kind of switch over to a different part. It says, now you can thank and praise the Father for who he is and who he is through, through Jesus. Okay? Um, the scripture says, I just kind of threw this in here because I thought it was important. It says, I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth and faithfulness. For you have exalted above all all else, your name and your word, and you have magnified your word above all your name. So as we worship God's name according to his word, we demonstrate the highest level of praise and worship. Okay? So <clears throat> what, what I did is I just divided this up from the names of God, and then now it is, in, it is through Jesus you know, that we, that we have all these things that God declared to himself to be before. So uh, let's praise him for who he is in Jesus to us. It says, okay, so we'll say it together again. Hallowed be your name, Jehovah Sidkenu, <laughs> Lord, our righteousness. I thank you, Father, that you have made me righteous in Jesus. I thank you that you made Jesus who knew no sin to be sin for me that I might be the righteousness of God in him. I thank you, Father, that I have the gift of righteousness in Jesus. I thank you, Father, Jesus is the end of the law for righteousness for me. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father, my righteousness comes by faith in the Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father, that I don't have to work for my righteousness. And I thank you, Father, that I am now a servant of righteousness because you have made me a new creature. And I thank you, Father, Jesus has made righteousness unto me. Amen? Amen. So um, I'm going to let you guys take this home, okay? You guys can use this. Look at these scriptures, though. Become intimate with them. Let the, you, let, you need to know them with all your heart. You need to be able to picture what Jesus has done for you and understand that you're coming before the Father. And as you pray and you declare that these things are yours, you know, you're thanking him, as your pre uh, thanking him for it as your present possession, right? Your present possession. A lot of people have the idea that you're, ha you're trying to make God or twist God's arm to give you what you need, but God has provided everything already in and through Jesus, it's our end that is the problem, all right? We have to, by faith, appropriate all that Jesus has given us. Now, we've been talking about grace, teaching a lot about grace. 
Grace is everything that Jesus has bought and paid for, okay? He doesn't have to take stripes on his back anymore. He doesn't have to die on the cross anymore and shed his blood for any sins. He did it all, right? He already took the curse. It's already done. It's all done. Now for us to appropriate it, we appropriate it by faith, right? It's grace through faith that we're saved. It's grace. Here's what he provided. He provided healing for us, but we receive it by faith. This is how faith works. You, you study the word. You get that word in your heart. You become intimate with it. You know, you love that word. <laughs> and from that, when you confess it with your mouth, that's true faith. Then you are able to activate all that Jesus has bought and paid for you. Jesus is sitting on the throne. He is done. He's finished. We don't have to get him to do anything. It's already provided. We just have to know his word and apply his word and then confess or declare it. Okay? It's all there. He did it all because he loved us, you know? And um, so I know this is a tool that I'm just putting in your hand. You could choose to use it or not. Okay? And again, there's all kinds of prayer. But to me, this is probably one of the more powerful ways to pray. Most of my time in prayer is not asking. It is declaring. It is confessing his word and thanking him that it is part of my life, that he gave it to me because he loved me. I rarely ask. I'm always thanking. And the more I do, the more real, more powerful that truth is in my life. And I want you guys to enjoy that too. I want you to know that, that intimacy and how, how awesome he is. And it takes practice to engage your imagination. But if you can do that, I promise it's just like it just is so much more powerful. Even in praise and worship, and I mentioned this before, I'm up there and I'm out looking at you guys out here. But what I'm trying to do is forget about it, you guys. I'm trying to, in my imagination, that I'm standing literally before the throne of God. And I'm praising. I see him listening. I, he's looking at me with a fire in his eyes that I can't even explain. Of the love, right? He just loves me so much. I, can, I mean, it's just almost consuming. And there's Jesus with a big smile on his face. And it's all I'm like, it's all because of you. <laughs> it's all because of you, Jesus. So with all my heart, I praise you, I honor you, I glorify you. I don't want these just to be words coming in my mouth, just going out into to nothingness. I want them, I want to see and know that you're hearing every word that I say and that you know it's coming from my heart because you're worthy of all that I am and all my heart. And, you know, I want, I'm sharing this because I want you guys to experience this because it is glorious, it's wondrous, you know? He is so real, real. You know, Jesus died and paid a price, not just to save us, but to have a relationship with us. He wanted a relationship with us. We look at ourselves and go, why, Lord? <laughs> but you know what? He loved us, and that's why he did it. So hopefully this is, this is helpful. Hopefully you guys learned something. 
um, I have to say, every time I even started looking at this, my heart just started jumping them down. I'm like, Holy Spirit, you're excited about this, aren't you? <laughs> so uh, I really believe that it would be, be good and something that we, we should learn. So I love you guys. God bless you. Yeah.